You are listening to Unapologetic Talk, brought to you by We The People. Out of your home, into the streets. We are not outnumbered. We are out-organized. The revolution is more than protesting. Unapologetic Talk is another tool to create community here in New York City and eventually all over the world. Stop ignoring politics. Politics affects every single aspect of your life. No matter what we do in the city, they have a coordinated effort, and it's the same fingerprints in the same name. Don't be scared to decolonize your mind. Changing opinions based on new information is how things should work. Bringing some common sense with a little New York disrespect. Leroy Adams, let's talk. We the people, for the people, by the people. You. What is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome back to Unapologetic Talks. I'm Relly Rebel. And I'm Dimes Cartier. What's good, yeah. y'all? Um, we're going to start the show off. Y'all already know, man. Everybody, I guess, see what's going on with the, you know what I mean? It's on everybody's mind, on everybody's page, on the news channels, Um, with the, the, the war that's going on between, you know, um, Palestine and, and, and uh, Israel, yeah. you know, um, I don't really, me personally, I don't, I don't jump or, or really like speak on people politics. I try to tell people that like, uh, I, but I best believe I'm well aware of what's going on. I don't like to like, uh, really like, um, post that on my page when it, when it has to happen with, uh, war of, um, seeing like, you know what I mean? Uh, that's, that's traumatic. You know what I mean? All the casualties and most of these casualties are kids and shit, bro. So that's what, like, I don't like saying that on both ends of the stick, but I, I also know that, it is necessary when people are fighting for freedom. You know, nobody is going to give you your freedom, you know. Um, uh, yeah, you have to take it. Yeah, nobody is like like telling a bully that, like, you know what I mean? A bully is just not going to stop taking and robbing you or taking If he know he can do it, he's going to keep doing it. You know what I mean? And um, if uh, for the people who don't know, I do, I do stand with Palestine. Like I said, I don't, I don't get into the politics. I am aware of what's going on. I have, you know what I mean? Uh, I am standing with Palestine because they are oppressed people, you know, um, yeah. you stand with very much, you know what I mean? very much free Palestine, you know, like, like really said, um, war revolution starts with war. Like there's always, um, uprise mm-hmm. of the people when it, or whether it's like an economic or a mental change or physical change and we're seeing overseas buildings being bombed and um, like really said children and women and fathers and siblings dying for no reason it's, it's pure hatred but the true reason is all, it's always capitalism it's always like a colonialism or imperialistic gang and people are fighting events against the colonization of their land mm-hmm. like and this isn't something that's new you know we're seeing it revisited in news headlines and stuff um as of recently because the america's plotting you know and this is just opinions like this is just our point of view on this but as someone who lives in america and seeing that america has money to fund wars overseas but they can't house or feed or clothe the people here or apply or supply work, you know, like 
or yeah. healthcare. Like, they don't care about us here. They rather care about helping these colonialists, like, mm-hmm. take over people. So the Palestinian people, you know, the people of Gaza, like, they're fighting back. But they're fighting back with rocks and stones. And that's the stuff that nobody's seeing on the news. Like, the, the Palestinian families, like, are telling the stories and... You know, they're just in 2020, 2021, you know, they knocked out the media towers in Gaza. And that cut a lot of like news and uh, networking connections that we have here in America. So all we're getting is what the biased news mm-hmm. um, outlets are putting out. And and, and this is going to be it's going to be traumatic. We're going to see some fucked up shit. Like think about all the veterans that come home from more like you said. You have family members who fought in Iraq. Like, yeah. I have family members who fought in Iraq and Af- Afghanistan. And, like, they tell me about, like, the trauma that they go through. War is not pretty, like, for anyone involved. But the Palestinian people have every right to revolt when their people are being occupied in their land. Yeah, it's, um, the, the other thing is, is like I said, I don't, I don't really, like, uh, folks and because I like I don't like I said I don't want people doing that and if yeah, I feel like you know what I mean um I'm an ally mm-hmm. I, I don't that's why I don't get in, involved I'm just there to uh lend a hand and everything and I yeah like I said I stand with Palestine I've been uh standing with Palestine since 2021 you know what I mean um when I became aware of what's going on out there mm-hmm. now like if you're not aware of what's going on out there you are going to follow what's going on on the news here you are going to follow what the president's saying. You are going to look at these people like they are terrorists. You know what I mean? And uh, it's sad, bro, because uh, growing up, right, um, I'm 41. You dig what I'm saying? Growing up, I've seen uh, uh, two wars. You know, um, probably plenty, plenty more than that. But, you know, um, the big ones that I've seen was, you know, Desert Storm um, in the 90s. Um, you know, uh, we, we watched... We watch these shits and we think that we are the good guys, bro. But we are beating up and 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 dismantling and wiping out poor people, bro. Poor people that Third just want to, yeah, that just want they motherfucking, you know what I mean? Right. Freedom and land too, bro. And uh, we we oppress them. We don't, bro. We don't give a fuck about anything not unless we got some kind of interest in that shit, or not unless it's the other color that's getting fucked up, then they can't, bro, there's wars going on in Africa right now. All the time. They don't give a fuck. But let one of them wars in the Africa fuck with that color, that skin. Then it's going to be on the news and they're going to look like terrorists. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is what this... Bro, if you if you just go back and just watch it, just look at the videos and, 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 and just not even that. Listen to what the people... The Palestinians are outside marching and saying, free Palestine. Mm-hmm. And then listen to them other motherfuckers. And I hate to call them motherfuckers, but I do the, the, the oppressors. The, the oppressors. You feel I me? Listen to them. How they talk about Gaza's going to be a parking lot. And, and, and talk about killing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, you hear one side saying, free us. And then you hear the other one talking about killing. And that's going to be a parking lot. And we're going to do this. And we're going, you know what I mean? And even like when we were outside marching um, for the Palestinian community, like, we, I had my Palestinian shirt on. It was a fist with the Palestinian flag. And some dude came up to me and was like, I don't know why y'all are here. Like, go home. This is not your fight. 
Isn't that your fight? Mm -hmm. I'm like, you think the fight about colonialism is not our fight? Like, niggas haven't came here and taken our land. You sitting here, you. So you you from Israel. You so proud that you're an immigrant telling someone who's from America mm -hmm. that colonialism is not my fight. Like, that's like, it's like, what type of yeah. shit is this? So you you like, we should be fighting for your people out there. Like, he's like, you should be fighting with us. That's literally what he said. So, hey. so I'm like, I'm supposed to be on your Like, I'm so confused right now. Yeah, I thought, it's bro, such you a marched bias. With us Have you marched with us before, Nick? Right, I'm like. I say, but they marched with us. We fight for every <laughs> marginalized community. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We fight for everybody who's oppressed. And as much as people like to ignore the um, aspect of intersectionality, it's very strong within the black yeah. community, within the brown communities, within the Palestinian community. They understand, like. This fight is bigger than just. Yeah, it was just it was just Monday. You, you know what I mean? You was dropped some uh, dropped some uh supplies over there, some some money Talk. and shit for the military. Israel shit. Like, got you know sent I mean? guns and a lot of funds to fuel that war. You got this phone. He put a yarmulke on and go touch walls and shit over there. He took he took a vacation paid trip. Put a yarmulke on. You know what I mean? Go touch some walls. Come back. He spent his money on a yarmulke yeah. and a trip. He condemns it. He condemns God. That's what he. <laughs> and he condemns the immigrants coming. Yeah, he's he trash. No, I mean, well, he just got back. Y'all, it's crazy because he had just got back on vacation. I mean, well, just get back. I call it a vacation. He was like I said, he it was came. A paid vacation. He was in South America, whatever to go on his uh, "Don't Come to America" tour, and um, and that's what I said. Like, it, it depends on where you're from. You know what I mean? Because if you're from Ukraine, they was easily uh, come to America tour. You know what I mean? But these anybody else. Mm-hmm. This guy, you know what I mean? Black and brown, any, any, anything, goddammit, if you're poor. <laughs> you're not come to this motherfucker. We're going to treat you like shit. Mm -hmm. We're going to beat your ass. That's what, that's what he went out there to tell. You know what I mean? He went out there to show the bad videos. But I said it was a vacation. Mm -hmm. Because for years, bro, America has been telling immigrants not to come here. We watched Kamala Harris invite immigrants in. And then after they, you know what I mean, um, get that vice presidency, it, the first word out of my don't come. You know what I mean? So we, he, he wasn't persuading nobody. Mm -mm. That president going, I mean, whatever, he ain't no president, but him going, you know what I mean, to South America was nothing but a vacation. Mm -hmm. And then he comes back from vacation and, you know what I mean, joins the oppression. <laughs> joins the oppression, want to come out and speak out. And, you know what I mean? It, it, it's sad, bro. He should, um, he's a scapegoat. All I'm just saying is, like I said, uh, just do your own research of what's going on out there mm -hmm. um, before you really listen to mainstream media and the news. And uh, it's time to, like, wake up and stop trusting this government, bro. Like, we are filthy. The government, the U.S. government is filthy, it's bro. It's Disgusting. filthy. And we just, we see, we see it be filthy all the time. And we just, like, I guess just turn the other cheek. People are so complacent. Mm -hmm. I, I like to call it crumb complacency. You know, when people like to accept the bare minimum and just, you know, go to their nine to fives and get mistreated and disrespected and sexually assaulted and not paid their worth. And mm -hmm. then they accept that shit. And they're like, oh, unemployment was good enough. People got their shit. No, we didn't. What happened to our reparations? Yeah. We still haven't got that 40 acres. And I mean, like we say all the time, we don't want the 40 acres. We want one. We, want, we don't want the mule. We want fair treatment. Like, we were tired of accepting this little shit. And so the Palestinians, and I'm not mad at them. I'm not mad at all. Yeah, 
I just, um, yeah, like I said, it, it's necessary. It's, 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 I, I hate to see it, though. I hate to see it. And, I, hate, uh, I don't like it. Yeah, that's why I don't, I don't um, post or nothing like that. Um, I do, uh, like I said, we stay in Palestine, so you will catch us at those rallies and uh, supporting them however we can. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, on. we can amplify those voices. Yeah. Oh, oh, shit. Yo, yeah. This punk, he will be out there. Listen, when y'all see him, he, he went on the news, said he'd be at every Palestine rally, you know what I mean? He will be there. Listen, when y'all see him, he is a murderer. He is a murderer. You feel me? Put the heat on his ass and get him out of your area, bro. He is a murderer. He killed somebody. You know what I mean? Um, they wounded a homicide. They paid out the family. John Shell, I actually seen him at the Palestine um, uh, pro Palestine rally and um, put pressure on him. And you know what I mean? He walked around like his butt is and shit like that. But, <laughs> walk around like his butt is. Walk around like his butt. That's where they get all nervous and shit. Get people surrounding him. Mm-hmm. I keep acting like he's on the phone. Um, I get a little close to him, and you know what I mean. Uh, when I, when I make eye contact, he he turns around and spins and walks the other way. You know what I mean. But um, when y'all see him, you know what I mean. This is this is one of the mayor's right hand men. That's why I say all this shit is crooked, bro. The chief of police. But yeah, he'll be at the Palestinian rally. You be out there today if y'all going out there today. Um, in between Times Square, but shit, y'all ain't gonna be. Well, this yeah, this drop it'll be over. All right, but yeah, y'all <laughs> y'all catch this punk ass on the news. But if y'all ever see this punk outside. Line him up, call him a uh, murderer. Justice for Artanzo Boville. Justice for Artanzo Boville. Um, his mom, like I said, his mom marches. Uh, well, she was uh, last, uh, you know I mean, I checked up on it, it was like 2017, but all she wants is an apology from this man. She already done accepted the fact that, you know what I mean, he done killed and kept his job and still, she wanted to know why he keep moving up the ranks. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she wants to know why he's top cop now. She, he wasn't the top cop then, but now he's top uh, underneath Eric Adams, underneath Eric Adams, he's top cop. You feel me? Um, so yeah, just y'all you know, see him out, man. Apply pressure. Call that dirty cop out. Stinky bitch. He's a murderer. Murderer shouldn't be allowed to walk the streets, and a lot of these cops be walking around with like multiple allegations, like well over twenty allegations, which mm-hmm. means multiple assaults on the civilians of New York, of regular people, and. You know, not a lot of people have, like, the lawyer access or resources to really, like, gain that accountability. But it really starts with us, like, mm-hmm. really not being scared to apply pressure after these situations and incidents go down. Mm-hmm. What, um, what was the other thing you said you wanted to get into today? Oh, yeah, I wanted to talk about um, this case. Now, it's an old case. Um, it happened about five, four or five years ago. And... Down to 2018. This young little boy, he happened to be white. Um, he went to the school, and like I said, he's eight. Okay, so he's in um, elementary school, and he's going through this uh, mental episode. He's having a tantrum, and then the police get called. Now the um, supervisors and main staff in that school feel like the situation is too escalated because he's like kicking and throwing stuff. But still, let's think about this, right? He's an eight-year-old boy in school, you know? The first thing I like to think, this happened in Florida. It happened in, um, I believe in Miami, Florida. And dude was um, having a mental breakdown. 
when I think mental breakdown, I automatically think about de-escalation. I think about um, reaching out to someone who can comfort him, either a teacher, um, a guidance counselor, or his parents. What do you have that emergency blue card, at least in New York? Everybody got that you know? emergency card. We, but, like, I feel like every public school has that card yeah. where it shows parent, principal contacts, you know, emergency contacts in case a situation happens. You don't call the police. Everything you do, job, whatever, always got emergency contacts. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. they, but, the, but they didn't use that. They proceeded to call the police. So there's two officers who step into the classroom and they um, end up restraining this boy with handcuffs because they can't um, lessen the situation. In the video I watched, it's a very traumatic video. Like I said, this case came out in 2018, but the lawsuit didn't end up happening until 2020 because they decided to sue the school, the school department, they decided to sue the police department. So the case only got updated a year after that in 2021. That's only two years ago. And the school system actually dismissed the case against the parent. They're saying there are no wrongdoing, like the staff acted you know, within reason. But it just goes to show, like, people will resort to violence toward their own people. Like, this is a white school. This is a white student. A lot of people think police brutality affects only black people or, like, black and brown people or we victimize ourselves and put us in danger. But this kid was in school. This kid was white, you know? And, like, not that race, um, race, 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 race has something to do with it. But, um, in this scenario, it was white on white crime. You know what I'm saying? Like, the parents end up chart, um, suing the police department, and that case is still underway. There's no updates um, as of now that I've been looking up. But uh, it's just, it's really fucked up. It, it, it was, I think like, it was a difference because I think that was the eight year old black kid, he would have went to jail. Very so much. They did that shit, they go. They did. They did. They released him from cuffs. Oh, so they know they was in the fucking room. Mm -hmm. And it was in a row, because why are you putting a little boy in cuffs? That's why the police investigation is still undergo. Because they're trying to figure out a way to evade that shit, but there's no way. It's like the body camera proves it. You abused your power, and you couldn't even calm down an eight-year-old. Like, why do you have that badge? Like, what are you going to do when an assailant comes, you know? Like, someone who's... Quick before they gun, bro. That's why I'm like, what the... They do this all no that... Weapon. All that, 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 that in the gym and all that, that, that muscles and doing all that <laughs> shit. And they don't, they don't never apply that shit until they got the cuffs on you. Mm. Or is it till a bunch of them on you? Then they want to punch you and hit you all up in your face. Talk but let it be like one of them trying to grab you or stop you from, what's the name? That taser, that mace, or even the gun is going to come out first. Put your hands up, get down, all that bullshit. Mm -hmm. And then when they get close to you, they're going to rough you up, bro. Talk. You know what I mean? Um... Weak, weak, but uh, speaking of that shit, I wanted to um, police rough you up, yeah. No, I wanted to uh, you know, I got being at this uh, being at the, uh, the Palestine, um, Palestinian march, um, one of those, one of the um, one designers or whatever is is he's a uh, a reporter, or whatever, um. I'm not even gonna say his name because I don't even wanna make him big. But um he 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 kinda dots me, yo, know? and and um 
every time somebody gets mad at me or, or the media or, or, or the news, the first thing they say is, you know, that um, I I said racist remarks against Asian people. Um, I, I, I've, I've, I've came out and explained, and I, sometimes I feel like I, I shouldn't have to because nobody, like I said, nobody says anything else when um, I'm calling black people monkeys. I'm calling black people coons. It's like, it's almost like a joke or a show. Time. Yeah. Um, even, even anybody else too, anybody else. I, did that. I think that um, the reason, um, you know what I mean? Uh, well, they, they put that in the news because it was at the time that it happened. You know, it was um, during the anti-Asian, you know what I mean? The anti-Asian hate. Um, before that incident happened, um, I threw an anti-Asian hate march. <laughs> How that incident played out. Now, when you see the incident, when you Google it and you see the incident on the news, they show, yes, I was going at that Asian cop for about like three minutes. They said it was a 10, 15 minute tirade. It was. I wasn't going at that Asian cop for like 10 to 15. They won't show the whole video. The whole video is me going at Thomas Connolly. That is, a, um, as a, a cop who got sexual harassment charges, he's a white shirt. He got sexual harassment charges um, from another officer. Another officer said Con Thomas Connolly um, used to call him into his office and suck a pen in front of him and shit like that. You know what I mean? Um, and they didn't, they didn't move Thomas Connolly. They moved the officer. You feel me? So they can't even hold accountability against themselves. So that's the other shit you gotta look at. But I guess because of the, the white shirt, he's a high-ranking officer. Mm -hmm. And oh, you gonna tell on us? Ah, you got to leave. You know what I mean? Back to blue. You know what I mean? So, Don't go against the blue. <laughs> so look, cold. they um. So I'm going at this officer, and the Asian cop came and stood in front of him. And my first thing is, bro, you gonna come stand in front of this white man? Where was you at last week when I was marching outside for you? What are you doing for your community? This is shit they didn't show in the joint. I asked him, you know what he's out here for? Bro, the march that we was at, it was an anti-Asian march. At Stonewall. Stonewall anti-Asian march. <laughs> but yo, so, but yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to stop how I protest. I'm not, I, am I racist? If you want to believe that, then that's on you. I, I, um... I've, I'm with everybody and everything, but I'm not, when I'm going at these officers, I'm fighting racism. I'm out here because of the color of my skin. You do know what I'm saying? When, I, when I'm going at these officers, I'm going at their badge, but really I'm, I'm trying to hurt this, them. I'm trying to hurt them. When they lose their minds, if you see, I'm gonna show y'all a video, show y'all a video of Vincent Chung, the officer. Um, so when it when this anti-Asian hate thing was going on, right? Um, they put that all on the news, and if you if you look at when they posted it, they posted it. Oh, you know what I mean? Uh, the day before my birthday? No, they posted it on my birthday. Um, all this shit was strategic, you know what I mean? And it was to stop people from following me, to paint me as this and that, and uh, that's what they always do to black people. We are the poster child for every fucking thing. They want anti-Asian hate. It wasn't no black people that shot them people up in Atlanta. 
Um, and this is when this shit happened, but they wanted to make me the poster child for the anti-Asian hate, and they threw me all up in this shit, you know what I mean? Um, they didn't show my whole message, they just showed where it looked like I was going at this man on some, you know what I mean? Where it looked like I was making prejudice remarks, I can never be racist, I'm not empowered to be racist. And people need to stop using that term if you don't know what it means. Talk. If we're gonna talk about terms, y'all better start doing y'all definitions. You have to be empowered, you have to be empowered to be racist. It is called prejudice, but I'm not prejudiced either. <laughs> I made some prejudice statements and I'm going to continue to make them prejudice statements. And anybody wearing that goddamn badge, I'm going to break you down. If you black, I'm going to break you down. If you white, I'm going to break you down using racism. That's, I mean, that's my method. It's been like, you know what I mean? And I ain't going to lie. Like I have since, since that video came, I did change like my methods um, to a certain extent, because when I did watch the video back, I'm like, ooh, the way, you know what I mean, how they clipped it up, that shit looked, it looked, it looked vicious. But, um, like I said, I'm not, I'm, I'm out here to, to make these cats quit, you know what I mean? Um, when we talk about revolution, and I keep saying, boom, we say it's gonna be a war. I don't care what my words do to, to hurt these motherfuckers. I do care about what my words do to that affects the people around me. So that's what makes me, you know what I mean, say certain. But other than that, them, I'm trying to rip their hearts out at the end of the day. You know what I mean? How that um, Black Panther shit go? Um, revolution's come. Time to pick up a gun. Soon it's going to be time to pick up a gun. You do what I'm saying? So, like, my words, that's why I say y'all better get a lot, lot tougher, goddammit. A lot tougher. But I, and it's sad. But yeah, I mean, let's see. This is scary talk. This is that terroristic talk. Ah, so, uh, it's terrorist. Let me stop talking like that. All right, go to um. We gonna move no, on. But, but no, I just but wanted to true. address that. True. I really just wanted to address that because it, every time I turn around, it's somebody tries to throw that shit in my face. You know what I mean? Um, they it's, always it's all try types. to paint. They always try to like over criminalize and um try to. Where are we the poster child? They talk, make us like, seem like we're the enemy. They said COVID, boom, black people, uh, they get the COVID the most. Uh, uh, they showed monkeypox. They showed a cartoon nigga on TV. And, and, and when they said the monkeypox came, they said it came from this country. And I'm like, ain't no niggas come from over there. <laughs> but the first thing they don't do is put a cartoon nigga on TV. Like, ah, here you go. You know what I mean? Anything that, boom, we hear it. That's, that's, what, that's what it is. Positive. And anti-Semitic. You know what I mean? Or they, they want to make like niggas is out here, like really the most anti-Semitic people out here or say whatever. We can't say anything. They Fucking wanna, Kyrie posted a book. Nah, no, for real. They want to paint black people as racist when white people created the ideals of race to benefit them. Hmm. Can so we fast. talk about that? So like, and people also really, like so you were saying, that shit. they don't know the difference between racism and prejudice. Like, if someone is being racist, to you, they're putting you at an economic, financial, or like classes deficit. You know what I'm saying? Like they're trying to be like bringing you down in a way that you can't get yourself back up. Mm -hmm. Prejudice is being bullied, bitch. If you're being bullied and you get your feelings hurt, you can go, I don't know, write a lawsuit or something if you have the privilege, but like racism is not hiring a black and brown person for a job and now they can't go home to feed their damn family you know now they're at a fucking deficit that's something a lot worse than calling a white person a white supremacist you know when they are like it's just it's just <laughs> 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 but, but what do you call it? it's, it's, 
it's real shit out here and people people are missing the bigger picture. Yeah, when yo, when the police outside, it's prejudice time, goddammit. I'm prejudice, <laughs> Mr. Prejudice, man. Call me Mr. Prejudice, man. <laughs> no, Mr. President, Mr. President. Mr. Prejudice coming. Mr. Prejudice. Mr. Prejudice. That's right. Where you at? <laughs> what color are you? It's prejudice time. But yo. <laughs> yo, um, what um oh, all right, but look, all right, so our interview today, right? We got we got this brother named there's money. That's my brother. But before we get into that, right, we just want to um, touch base on the Bronx. Talk, touch base on the Bronx because that's where Dez is out there. He puts in work out there. But um, we just want to share some light on the Bronx because it doesn't, it, it don't get enough light. Um, the, the the light it only gets, man, if you turn on, 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 on you know what I mean, YouTube or, or, or even on Instagram, it's like, you know what I mean, uh, they made shit. It looks like the Bronx is like the like you know what I mean. The worst place to like almost damn near be, far as like the cops, the living conditions, every fucking thing, bro. Um, it's it's since like I said, since I've been out here, you know, I've seen the worst uh, police brutality videos come out the Bronx. I see the worst uh, um, of of cops just hopping out their cars and just. You know, just walking up and 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 the people that they're walking up and grabbing, they're recording, and they just like like it's regular shit, like how you say hi to somebody. These cops just pull up and just see these guys and just boom, go to their pockets, and the dudes act like it's regular. I ain't got nothing today, man. I ain't got nothing today, and boom, they be going through them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then they walk off or, or crack a little joke. Oh, you want my business card? And they pull out. They do. They it's they show their ass. Terrible, bro. It's terrible, and uh. This bitch nigga, bring it back. It always comes back to this bitch nigga when he first got into office. When he first got into office, the Bronx um, caught fire. Talk heavy. Caught fire, right? Because the the lack of infrastructure. And that was like his first uh, major job, if you ask me. That was his first major job as mayor, was to say in the Bronx. And he got on, he got to do a press conference, and the first thing out of his mouth, Oh, yeah, the Bronx is at the bottom, man. And as soon as the, the Bronx get on top, we all be on top. And everybody get the cheering. He ain't stepped foot of this shit for the Bronx since then. Since then, bro. Since then. If robots in Times Square, you want to keep introducing new different robots in Times Squares. But go to the Bronx. Fix them streets up. Give them, yo, fix the Bronx up, bro. I don't understand this shit. But they but they, they want the Bronx to be like that so they can have a place and point at. You dig know what I'm saying? And what with, with, with... we just seen it yesterday. Mm-hmm. It happened a couple days ago. The fire. The fire? The fire. You want to talk about the fire? Oh, yeah. The mom and pop stores in the Bronx. In the Bronx. Three buildings set on fire. That's decimating multiple, like you said, mom and pop businesses. If you don't know what those are, those are small local owned businesses. These are people who rarely have insurance to cover the um, main cost of their building. So when these three buildings burnt down, they don't have the money to rebuild this or bring these back. So this is just really heartbreaking because as the news reported this, they said something very eerie that kind of like hit me, hearing it, me really watched at the same time. So when we heard it, we looked at each other, we're like, what the fuck? They happen to say that these same three buildings on this block, this specific block in the Bronx, was hit 10 years ago on Halloween. Mm-hmm. So 
10 years ago. Let's look at New York City 10 years ago. What's different? The cost of living, the rent, and all these new gentrified buildings. So now if we, if we take this into consideration, if you're a New York City local, if you're from here, I'm not talking about the viewers watching lost from the other side of the country. I'm talking about the people who live in New York. You can see the fact that gentrification is stripping our city of the basic, of the basic, <laughs> of the basic um, needs and necessities of the people and, and the businesses. Like a lot of small businesses, they're getting knocked down to build these big ass high rises. A lot of hmm. these like lower income or NYSHA buildings are being taken over and remodeled and um, the rent increased and raised. And it's really fucking disgusting. Like, like, the people who own these places, one of the business owners was like, he said, like, I don't have insurance. Like, I can't rebuild. So it's just that, like, 10 years ago, this happened. Like, and then, you know, they were hit with COVID. So after, like, a six-year period of rebuilding, it was just, like, a deficit of people coming in because nobody had money to pay to buy anything. And they didn't have any money to really um, keep it sustained. But they kept struggling. And now four years later of another fire so it's just it's really heartbreaking that like these mm -hmm. mayor pe these major people and an office like these city council people these politicians the mayor like it's not doing nothing yeah no I, I think it's a dirty job i think somebody was also have that gasoline can and a lighter no very for, much so for 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 it to happen 10 years ago to the same exact building another that, early morning like late night fire yeah. like Late, late no night, fire, nobody inside, there? so it, the, the coast is clear for it. To, you know what I mean? It's nobody to get, you know yeah. what I mean, killed or nothing. But these people don't have money to rebuild, so where does it go now? It goes to the state. The state gonna build whatever the fuck they want to build mm -hmm. right there. You know what I mean? Like um, they've been trying to do to the Bronx uh, yeah. and Harlem and Brooklyn. And that's that's the yeah. other sad part, bro. When they fix these places up, they don't want us there, and that's the sad part, bro. They will never fix these places up. For us to be there when they fix them up, it's they they start putting they put new buildings and shit on my street. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? That's that's they're moving black people out of here left and right. The, the dynamic, I told you, the dynamic of my street done changed so much within the couple of years that I've been here. You know, um, for me first yeah. being here, seeing black people up and down the street to now, I'm seeing like so like I'm on my door, like white people with dogs and shit. Hey, how you doing? You <laughs> know that type of shit. It's like, oh, yeah, but like, it's uh, where'd you come from? Yeah, but the Bronx is um and. We have uh, a, a couple of um, people that we are fighting for justice out there in the Bronx. Um, uh, still for uh, justice for Mikey Rosado. Um, yeah. Shot with his hands up. I think it's 46 precinct. 46 yeah, precinct. Yeah, 46 precinct. And 46 precinct also. Also killed Eric Dupree. No, not Eric Dupree. Uh, Kowalski Trayway. Kowalski Trayway. Yeah, that's correct. That was the 40s. I thought that was the 56. No. The 46? Mm, 46. 46. 46. Um, so we got, you got, you got the 40, 46 precinct. Mikey Rosado Thank shot you. with his hands up. Um, Kawasi Treywick. He was killed in his home. Killed shot in his home. Times yes. After being tased. After calling for help killed to get back home. into his home. He called the fire department and the police came later. That was really fucking sick. Mm -hmm. So disheartening. You got um Eric Dupree. Yeah, Eric Dupree, the fifty second precinct. Um officer Eric Duran um mm -hmm. took a forty pound cooler, um, 
off the sidewalk. You know, um, stole it from a family. Yeah, family, family having a cookout on the sidewalk. You pick the cooler up. You know, you get ice, uh, sodas, uh, there's stuff that that the cooler have in it, and um, you know, just launch the cooler into um, Eric Eric Dupree's head while Eric Dupree was you know uh, fleeing the scene. You know, from a, from a buying bus. Now this is where I say like people, oh why he is comply or why he this and that this and that. You feel he should have lost his life for that. And I believe it was over for $20, $20, a $20 drug deal, a $20 drug deal. So then it's also, it's other precautions. It's a buy and bust, meaning they know who Eric is. Mm -hmm. So once you know that, you don't have to do this extreme superhero action shit and try to stop him getting off his bike. You show up at his house later on with a warrant and just lock him up. Everything's easy, mm -hmm. you know, but instead he lost his life. And this officer is still on the job. But NYPD condemned it. The mayor condemned it. This is not how we train our officers. But the attorney general is, is you know what I mean? But she, she's too busy wanting to be, um, you know, on TV for Trump and everything mm -hmm. else. But what about the people of New York and, and accountability of these officers? And Lolita James, um, when she, you know, for her to get in the office, her whole thing was, Black Lives Matter. I'm gonna hold these cops accountable. Now we have a blatant, you know what I mean? Uh, all on the news, everybody uncondemned it, and uh, she's taking her time, you know, present present charges uh, of, of putting this, you know what I mean, putting this cop away. But um, we've seen this before. Uh, um, we've seen this before. It, it's in uh. In 1998, um, an officer took a two-pound um, two walkie-talkie and threw it into a man's head and uh, killed him. Uh, Craig Lomack. Craig 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 Yomack was the name of the officer, if you look that up. Um, yeah, took the um, two-pound walkie-talkie, and this was in the Bronx, too, and, and hit the man in the head. And um, he, you know what I mean, he, he died. Uh, they, they, at the time they ruled it a homicide, same way they doing with Eric Dupree, mm -hmm. ruling it a homicide. They, they, you know what I mean? Um, but after, you know, they let, they let him keep his job all the way until like, you know, trial, but they, they kept a hush. Trial happened a couple years later when everybody forgot about it. And what did they say happened? They said, oh no, the, the, the walkie talkie ain't kill him. Mm -hmm. The pavement killed him. The pavement. So it wasn't the walkie talkie that killed him, it was the pavement. That's the same thing they're gonna do with Eric Dupree. They're gonna say, "Oh, it wasn't it wasn't the cooler that killed him? It was when he ran into the the car afterwards. The, the shit smashed him into his head, and he went and slid underneath a car. And when the cops pulled his body out, they seen his face and hauled ass. You know what I mean? Like got out the way and, and started making a phone call. You feel what I'm saying? Like it wasn't no turn him over, put the cuffs on him. We don't see cops like I said shoot shoot a shoot a person up multiple times, mm -hmm. knowing he dead, and they'll still flip him over and put the cuffs on him and read his rights. But this dude, Eric Dupree, was so gruesome that when they pulled and looked in his face, they walked away. You feel what I'm saying? Condemned it. Cops condemned it, just condemned it. But here we are. He's gonna keep his job and later on they're gonna say, Oh no, it was a car. It was a car that killed him. It wasn't it wasn't the cooler that smashed it to his head while he's going, you know what I mean? The opposite way. That blew it like it blew up on his face when you when you watch the video. But um, 
Yeah, these these are the cases on the Bronx and uh and even the recent one of what? Travis Stewart. Uh, like, yeah, a man in his thirties. He didn't die, but he was seriously assaulted by the cops. Like, like hopefully we insert a video up there too. Because he was he wasn't even resisting. It was basically um an illegal stop and frisk. He was on his way home. You know, black people can't even seem to go home. They can't go to work. But he just get punched in his face. Like and he wasn't resisting, you know, and as the two cops are punching him in the face, they tase him as well. They tase him in his groin area, so then he has some injuries. And he goes back to hold these cops accountable, which as I commend him for. But it's like, why should these people even go through this, especially in the Bronx? I'm not. And why is it so, like, continuous there? That's, 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 that's my fear because... I'm a grown man, bro. Ain't no nigga just gonna walk up and put his hands on me. I think they just gonna run in my pockets and tell me I got to show them what's in my bag and none of that shit, bro. What the fuck is this shit? And that's the, that's where it gets, bro. They that's where it gets these cops. Up. Who the fuck are these cops? These are regular goddamn cops. They they fucking detectives. Mm-hmm. And they making goddamn warehouse money. Trying to get it, and you know, and it's sad though because it seems like the dirtier they are, the more they, you know what I mean? The more power they get. Mm -hmm. The, the more power is like, like, boom, you ready to play the game? Boom, guess what? We're going to give you a white shirt. You're in charge of all the dirty motherfuckers. <laughs> Teach them the ropes. We know you're going to back them up when we need you to. We know you're going to back the blue. Mm -hmm. Dirty motherfuckers, bro. The shit that we be watching these movies on, they, they out here. That's fucking true. And it's sick, bro. And they hide it in plain sight. And a lot of them, they watch these movies, and that's why they want to be a cop. They want to come from a different, you know what I mean? Come from from a neighborhood that ain't like this shit and come over here and beat us up and go the fuck back home so they can tell their fucking thrilling stories. Go back to Staten Island, Island, right? Yeah, Staten like, I was in the Bronx today. I beat up Jersey. this young kid, this young black kid come home from school. I searched his pockets. Mm. That's the type of shit that they go home. Suckers. On the holiday season, get their paid leave and talk about it. But yeah, like you said. They don't even feel comfortable on their own skin, man. They can't be comfortable out here. They're not. But yeah, that's um man, Dez is out there though. Dez is out there. Yeah, I gotta check in with him. Yeah, I not just Dez, um the rebellious NY that's uh, out for Emily. It's, it's it's um you know what I mean they 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 feed the people and everything out there. Um I've been uh out there with Dez since uh twenty twenty. Um that's 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 shit. Man, He's ride with that nigga. Yeah, we damn near we both started our marches around the same time. Well, I think he was he was he was throwing his marches uh before mine, but niggas ain't know it was like his march. You know what I mean? He would just throw the flyer and shit. But uh we you know what I mean? Um he's 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 one thing about him he's dedicated to and he's he's like uh he's passionate about what he do. He's going to um move regardless of the numbers, you know, just mm -hmm. like 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 we are and uh you know, um yeah, I could definitely say he's very committed. Well, yeah, very committed, bro. He he uh man, just mad, mad love and respect for Dez, man. He he already knows um see him later on today, but y'all, yeah. It'll be a couple days by the time y'all see this. But yeah, fire. Um, yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all check my man Dez out. Right, get to know Dez, yeah. community leader. Talk. Yo. Today we back with another interview from my brother, man. My man been out here fighting, you know what I mean? The whole whole time I've been out here, probably been fighting more because he's from right here. And he's from, like, um, 
You know what I mean? The trenches out here. He's he from the Bronx, man. So, you know what I mean? He's been he's been doing his thing for a minute. Give it up for my brother Dez Money. Thank Dez you, bro. the Lion. Thank you, Fox. Fox. Yeah. Uh yeah, Dez. Um, tell him uh shit. Tell him, tell him about what we do out here, man. So basically, we applying pressure. We using our voices. We doing the things that other people may not feel comfortable do doing, or they might be scared to do, or they may not approve of doing. We gonna try our best to get it done best way we can. That when I when I say we what we doing, we we feeding people, we enlightening people, so. we learning from people, so that we can teach people. You know what I'm saying? And one thing we 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 mainly believe in is applying pressure on police brutality. Because so. when you apply pressure on police brutality, when you apply pressure on police brutality, you saving lives. Because police brutality leads to people being killed. Yeah, 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 exactly, yo, exactly, exactly. You already know I know this shit, but now I just want you to you know, you gotta tell yourself to the world, baby. But but um um when when was the first time you experienced or or, or impacted? When did the first time had the police impacted your life? The very first time I was at a pool with my little sister, no cot. We waiting on the line to get into the pool. And there was a couple of older teenagers there. You know what I'm saying? They was like horse playing and stuff. But they wasn't really doing nothing either. You know what I'm saying? They were just horse playing and doing stuff like that. So I guess the pool must have caught the cops on them. The police come. About like 10 officers running in full speed towards the direction of where everyone's standing at online. So I ain't going to lie. I was like 14. <laughs> 14, yeah. Yeah, I'm like 14 years old. So I ain't going to cut. I ain't never even I ain't never been in a predicament like that before because I wasn't on no streets. I was outside, but I wasn't really doing nothing yet. I ain't gonna cap in life. I ain't really do no crimes yet. So I ain't never really had to deal with the cops. So I never even knew what it was gonna be if they ever was coming my way. This is my first time. So I just see a bunch of cops running. One thing I always knew was I was afraid of the cops. You know what I'm saying? So I seen cops running. I assumed automatically they was gonna grab me or do something to me. So they was coming in the direction I'm standing like, I ain't gonna lie. I jumped in some bushes. <laughs> <laughs> I jumped into some bushes that was right there. And then they just, they all backed out their guns on me. For real. They all backed out their guns. 14. And aimed at the bushes, yelling at me. Get on the ground. Come out of the bushes. Come out of the bushes. And I ain't gonna lie. I started crying like, no, I ain't do nothing. Like, I'm scared for my life. But yeah. And they arrested me, put me in handcuffs, come to find out I never did nothing wrong. I never did nothing. But they was just mad that I jumped in the bush. But I jumped in the bush because I was scared when I seen police. I didn't know yeah. what was going to happen. That's yeah. my first encounter right there. And, 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 and I can see why you out here. This is, this is crazy. Um, I, I've, I've had uh, mad, you know what I mean, police experiences as a kid. Um, I, I got locked up at five, but... Like that right there, having guns pulled on you at fourteen is different. And then the um just the fact that it was it was teenagers horse playing and somebody called the cops and, and, and it ended with them pulling out guns on you. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. From being scared of them. You know what I mean? When right. you supposed to when they are supposed to be the ones that you're supposed to run to to protect you type shit. So that's 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 crazy. Um you bro, all right. I just wanna say like you know what I mean? I've been I've been out here with you for like three years, and I respect your passion and your drive and like and I everything like that. that. Yeah, yeah. How do, how do um how does your family feel about you know the work that you do? Do they do um? Well, are, off the back, my family's very supportive of the work I do because we all come from the struggle, so we all understand how how powerful and how how it's a must that we fight back, and the ways that we fight back and try to make things a better place. 
Yeah. Right, uh, but but they are very fearful that something might happen to me. So do they want me doing what I do? I can be honest and say probably not, but they understand that this is what it needs to be done and somebody got to do it, so they respect my decision to do so. And basically, I get a lot of mostly support from my family with this. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I think is dope. It's like, you know what I mean? They um they don't want us to be out here doing this, but, you know what I mean, they, they do respect it, you know what I mean? But right. it's also the fear of... of you know what I mean? Because you see how we put pressure on the bro. Like That's we, a fact. It's something different. And, um, yeah. You know what I mean? I, you, you out there with us, bro. Some, some fact, stuff be fact. getting hectic out That's there, man. Fact. Yeah. That's a fact. <laughs> but, um, all right. I wanted to ask you. Um, all right. You do music, right? Facts. How does, um, let me see. I wanted to say. How, how does your music and your activism come together in your life okay well see I, i'm not gonna lie i've always done music right since, since since years ago like about what 2013 my my first put out a song but that's back when i was brainwashed and i i was sucked into what the government wants us to be sucked into and that's hanging on the block beefing and doing stuff like that so that's what my music was aimed at stuff like that because I got a family I'm trying to feed, so you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And everybody knows one of the easiest ways you could do that is making music, so I always believed in that. But now, so much, I don't even care about like getting famous when it comes to music or none of that. I see music as a tool nowadays because music is a weapon. And basically, it's a weapon because they use music to terrorize yeah. and, and, and diminish our community, brainwash us into self-destruction. So I figured I don't have to stop music I could change my music into something more positive, give it a revolutionary um, feel, revolutionary vibe. But also at the same time, what I like really doing my music is putting little bits and pieces in there of true history and facts when it comes to our people. Like I like to speak on Aboriginal indigenousness a lot. So you're going to hear a lot of that in my music and see facts and pictures and stuff like that in my music because I know that's one of the ways we could get people to listen is through music. A lot of people don't want to come protest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're not into that. They don't want to hear you give a speech. They're not into that. You know what I'm saying? But one thing I know for a fact, everybody loves music. You know what I'm saying? So maybe they might get them same message we're trying to give when we're protesting from that song. And there goes another person that's woke. Yeah. That, all right. Yeah. Far as far as the music, right? It, that's, that's what, um yeah, like you said, it's a tool. That, that 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 um the government is using, and I think it's dope. And um, you made a song. I think it was a couple months ago. It might even been last year. It was a drill song, though, bro. It was fire, though. It was like on you know what I mean on the revolutionary tip, and it's fire. If you can get that out there, and it's, it's um, it's crazy because you know you you have a message in your in your in your music, and you also you know um. You know, got a got a point from A to B. You know what I mean? And and a lot of these songs, they're just um just random names of, of people. You know what I mean? It just leads to more wars and fights and just of our own community. So it'll be dope. Like and and um, if people get behind and support, that's what we support. That's what it's all about. Where where can people look to find your music? On YouTube. On YouTube. Like, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I don't have my music. My, I don't sell my music. That's how I run it. Is like. I'm not even looking for a profit from my music, so you're not gonna find my music on Apple or Spotify. Or yeah. that. I just make a song and put it on YouTube yeah. and put it out there. So if you do want to get tapped in, it's on YouTube. That's when he G's the lion on YouTube, or on, on SoundCloud. That's when he G's for life. Fire, fire, yeah. fire. All right. Um, what do you what do you be what do you do on your spare time outside of a protest? Because you like being time? this. I know you're active all the way around the clock. Well. <laughs> 
Well, now lately I've been doing a lot more working, so I've been working a lot on my spare time. But on a regular basis, I'm with the family. And if I'm not with the family, I'm trying to get my mind right. I'm at the skate park. That's about it. Yeah. Nowadays, we're yeah. Other than that, it's activism. You warrior, I can't do that, man. I'll be scared to fall, bro. I'll be scared to fall on that skateboard, bro. Um, what, what what would you say was your best moment from uh, um, I'm gonna say from 2020 to now? Like, not there's really not no best moment out this mug protesting what we doing. But I would say, what was like? Uh, I guess I guess I would say your most memorable moment from like from here to here. Like, what's what's the 2020? All of 2020. Right? All of 2020, right? Yeah. I've seen things in 2020 I never thought I could see. Like, I'm not going to lie. A lot of people feel like we might have failed or whatever the case may be. I don't feel like we failed because 2020 woke people like myself up. It wasn't, I wouldn't be doing none of this if it wasn't for 2020. You know what I'm saying? The fact that I've seen hundreds of white people, black people, trans people, mm-hmm. all kind of people coming together for one cause gave me a whole lot of hope. And it opened my eyes and said that, if we could do that then, then we can do it. You know what I'm saying? We just got to fight for it. So I thank 2020 for waking me up. No cut. Yeah, Word. 2020, 2020 vision. Yeah, damn, woke everybody up. Some people went back to sleep. But shit, That's yeah, a fact. So we still out here to wake your ass up. We the alarm clock. Um, I guess, all right, so what, what, um, what gets, I'm going to say, what, what drains you? What gets on your nerves out here in the movement? What, what, um, like, you know what I mean? Make you want to just say, ah, I, 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 we, we damn near hear this shit every day. Like, not not even like, you know what I mean? Whatever your situation, but it's just always something out here that make you just, I'm like, ah, I should just like, you know what I mean? But right. what, what, um, what, what gets on your nerves to make you want to just be like, you know what I mean? All right, one thing that gets on my nerves is another activist trying to come for me or another activist, period. Like, because when I, I feel like all of our energy and all of our time should be put and, 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 and focused on our liberation and just that. Everything else is irrelevant. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? We take care of that later. And being the fact that we ain't getting nowhere, we don't got time for that. So that's something that do make you want to like, nah, because it's like we don't got time for that. Don't, yeah, we don't got time for that. And it's, yeah, that's, that's definitely draining. And it's like, if we out here to fix things, we can't even, like, you know what I mean? We supposed to be the ones out here trying to fix shit, but we doing the same shit everybody else is doing. So it's like, yo, you know what I mean? Make us seem like hypocrites. Yeah. Like, nobody's going to follow that. So if we trying to wake people up, we got to be an example. And we talk, we can't be in a community saying everybody got to unite and then we can't even get along ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And make people lose hope. Yeah. Word. Facts. That's 100% right. Um, like, all right, what, um, what surprises you? I'm gonna say, I ain't gonna say surprise you, cause shit, nothing like now, nothing after 2020, ain't nothing nah, surprising, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> um, oh shit, you get to the question, I always gotta ask everybody, uh, how you feel about this dude? This dude right <laughs> here, man. Yeah. I feel like he should have yeah. just stood a cop. You know what I'm saying? Because that's all he talk about. That's the only thing he pop out for. And it's like, my man, you should have never took that off. That was you right there. You, you're not a mayor. And if you wasn't going to be a cop, then you should have just took time off and, and became a celebrity or something. Tried out for acting or something. Because that's what he good at acting. You know what I'm saying? Acting like he's trying to take care of the community and stuff. When he's cutting funds and stuff like that. Yo, and um, 
for y'all that don't know, y'all could probably go on YouTube and y'all can see like when when Eric Adams first got in the office, like in January, Dad sat up in that office and <laughs> Dad sat up in that office and told him what was on his mind. So y'all can find that on YouTube. That shit was kind of uh, he ain't had no answer either. Yeah, <laughs> he just had to, he tried to compete with me. Like, bro, why you compete with me and you the mayor? <laughs> yeah, yo, he's terrible. He's terrible, and, and but you can see he's still a cop, bro. And that's why, I, like I said, I tell everybody that's why I put this, put him in his uniform, because that's a, you know what I mean. That's a cop acting as a mayor. That's a cop acting as a mayor. He's still a cop. Yeah. Um. All right. What's um? What's what's are what are some of the results you want to see in the work we do? I want to see some police brutality ease up, cause. It's like the more we work, the more they act out. Like if they're rebelling against our fight, which is what's expected of them, but we can't afford that. So something got to get. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what. It, um, it, it seemed like. All right, when I came out here, I moved out here in 2020. Everything like it felt like we had them on the run. Like boom, everything like we we were seeing videos of us pushing back and all this, and then like a little like when the movement died. Bro, I've seen so many videos, and a lot of them come out of the Bronx, you know, uh, uh, of these cops. You know what I mean? Um, um, stopping and frisking. Um, uh, yeah, I, I got videos, you know what I mean, sent to me from personally from people, you know, about to stop and frisk. Um, them punching and beating up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I got to honestly say, and this is crazy, like, since I've been out here, I, I've seen the, 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 the most person I've seen take the most pain or, or got inflicted the most pain by them is probably you you know what i mean um uh, i feel like i seen they, they rough you up you know what i mean you got a scar on it, it is a, i ain't gonna say we've we yeah, seen yeah, we yeah. all been through it yeah we, you can't Word. really measure nobody's pain and nothing like that but i have seen like you know what i mean i've seen yeah, some they, rough they, they, stuff they, they, with they, you bro maybe on my body you know what i'm saying but that's because that's because they're gonna be on people like myself body anyways though because because what they one thing they want and they work with is fear and we damn sure not showing them no fear. Yeah. If anything, I'd rather bully them before I show them fear. People might not respect that, might not understand, but I come from being bullied to the point where you got to bully the bully. So yeah, I think you know I I'm think I think it's just about everybody out here that's, that's out here pushing back has been like you know what so I mean. So anybody who wants to be consistent and serious about this, they're gonna target. Just stay strong and keep on fighting. That's the most we could do. Word. All right. Don't back down. What um, all right. What how how can people support you more? Well, I'll be honest. In 2020, you, if you would have asked me that in 2021, 2022, 2023, I would have told you, come support the actions and all that. But basically, support people could support me by sticking together. No mm. cut. I don't, I, don't, I don't need, that support right there because you stick it together and I'll stick with you and then we all stick it together. That's good enough support easy. right yeah, there. Yeah, it makes your know job what I'm saying? Word Word. Facts. Um, all right, with, um, all right. before we close out, right, yeah. I want to say, um, is there anything that you want to plug in? People, people to, um, anything you want people to know about? All right, so look, um, 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 for one, follow Rebellious New York. Know what I'm saying? Cause on, on that Instagram. content that goes up there, I'm not gonna lie. My boy's been posting up there. My boy Al, Al, y'all might know him, or might not, but he been posting up there a lot uh, on his own. I've been, I've been busy, bro, a lot. I've been busy a lot lately. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna get Al up so here too. So I'm gonna post. I'm gonna be posting up there a lot more soon. But 
Other than that, just follow that page, Rebellious NYC. And 50-shade.org finds dirty cops. UF-250 form is a form that the police are supposed to have after they stop and frisk you. When you bring it up to them, when they attempt to frisk you, they get angry. They get angry, and most likely they'll talk shit to you, but they'll leave because they know you know your shit. Know what I'm saying? And once they know you know, they don't want to be the reason of a lawsuit. Even though it don't come out their money, it's just embarrassing. Know what I'm saying? So it's good to keep that in mind. UF-250 form and 50-shade.org. I wanted to... um. I Real, I know, I know, shout out this bitch. Nah, I want nah, you to, nah, yeah, nah, okay, okay, okay. We need the sun for energy. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. I absorb that shit. I'm feeling like super red. But, um, where, uh, oh, I want, I want you to, um, tell everybody about your know, Mikey Rosado. Oh, okay. So, Mikey Rosado was shot and killed on August 21st, I believe, by the 46th precinct. You know what I'm saying? Um, they shot him while he had his hands up. He did not have a gun in his hands. You know what I'm saying? But that's what they're saying all over the news, and it's not the case. They have his father locked up for trying to defend his son from who he did not know were police because they didn't announce themselves. Rafael Rosado, who's locked up right now in Rikers Island, we're fighting to get him out. Um, on change.org, there's a petition you can go and sign and share that because that really helps. You know what I'm saying? And we're still fighting for uh, Mikey Rosado. So just never forget the name Mikey Rosado and how the 46th precinct unjustly killed him because his mom and us are still continuing to fight for justice and the fight is far from over. We've had to take different tactics, slow down a little bit because they try to wrap us up with a bunch of cases. So we had to slow down, but the fight is still in motion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, justice for Mikey Rosado, free Raphael. Yeah, and since then the 46th precinct also has been like harassing uh, the family. They, um, they, 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 they took the brother bike. Locked up his brother one time. Yeah, they they they, they hit the brother off. They hit his brother off his bike. Yeah, yeah so they're definitely them up. they like harassing the family. Like for instance, when Mike in the middle of Mikey's funeral, the police were driving past, making people forcing people to move their cars and just doing extra stuff that was unnecessary. You know what I'm saying? Because it was a big funeral, so it was crowded. You know what I'm saying? But they just just doing that to antagonize the family because they want the family to be scared and they want the family to be quiet. It's like they want the rest of us to be quiet, but that's not happening. Yeah, yo, NYPD is the largest gang out there. So you have, yo, you want to see some crimes? Look up NYPD. Just look up any station. There is mad, it's mad allegations, mad crimes that these officers committed. Um, it's not, a, it's not a clean station out here. You know what I mean? Um, and and Dez been out of shit. Dez is your native New Yorker, right? Yeah. Native, native. I lived in the Bronx all my life. In the Bronx all his life. So he, yeah, and you and shit. And before before this movement, he's already like you already heard him saying about you know what I mean his experience with police brutality. That was just his first experience, and I'm pretty sure he got a thousand stories. He Facts. got he got a thousand stories just within this movement. You know what I mean? So Facts. and that, and that's the reason why. And, and um, like I said, I, I respect you. Like you, like boom, bro. You're a young father. You out here that. doing wait, wait, yeah, wait, bro. You out that. here like you and you're, you're a real positive dude. And you got you know what I mean. Nah, you too though. You got you got people out here that follow you and everything. Yeah, and, and and keep striving, bro. Keep nah, doing you. That. Yeah, Definitely, word up. Bro, yeah, thanks for having me. Word, word, word. Word. Oh yeah, we're gonna get Dez to come up here again. Yeah, we're gonna you know what I mean. We're gonna get him to bring uh, Al. We gotta you gotta, we gotta bring Al. Yeah, we definitely gotta bring y'all both together and shit. Get y'all to do one. Yeah, word. Thank you. Alright, bro. Are we done? We off the air? Yup. I hope y'all enjoy my brother Dez, man. He be out there, man. Make sure y'all um hit him up on the gram at uh Dez Money G's. Um, his uh oh, and follow follow his organization, uh Rebellious NY. 
Um, you, you'll be seeing him a few more shit. I ain't gonna say a few more times, multiple times, more times. Shit, you might. <laughs> you'll be seeing him more than you know. What I mean, uh, a lot more because uh, he's constantly out there fighting. You know what I mean? And he's uh, um, he he's he's holding down the Bronx. So yeah, you'll definitely be hearing uh, um, a lot more from this. Mm -hmm. So um. Now we uh do our little call outs all the time. Yeah. Check us out, check us out. If you don't know where else to find us, is where the people. You we the people, mean? for the people, by the people. You know what I mean? We outside every Thursday on Fold and No Strength. Fold and No Strength. We got the cards too. Um pull up to pull up to the distro and get a card. Yeah, we got yeah. the cards. <laughs> Where is Look, and come check it out. Shit, it's in case you ain't see it again, boom, we the people mm -hmm. for the people, by, by the, the people. people. You heard? All right, Stonewall is a ride every Thursday, Stonewall. 7 p.m. Um, Come outside, meet us right in front of the Stonewall Inn um, every single Thursday right after the mutual aid. We yeah. rally up and turn up, take the streets. I'm still uh, All these dirty cops trying to figure out when I'm going to um, hit the streets for Eric Adams' ass, but we will be oh, back on his ass. Nice. But, um... Like I'm taking my time. The time is right. It's going. It's going to hit me, and I'm be like, ah! Once I come out, I'm gonna stay out. But um, yeah, fire. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, that's a wrap. Yeah. Thank y'all so much for watching Unapologetic Talk, your yeah. new favorite podcast. Talk. Thanks for watching. You.